you could change any choice you have ever made, would you? You can always make another choice and change the course of your success. Everyone has the potency to make inspired choices. Get ready to listen, share, and experience the creativity that is you. Now, here is the host of the Inspired Choices Show, business optimization expert, Christine McIver. That is me. That is me. Oh, welcome, welcome, welcome. You are in for a treat tonight. We're going to be talking about creating the business. We're going to talk about creating in the future. We're going to be talking about a lot of different things. And I certainly hope that you're here for creating so that your life and your business can grow greater than you've ever imagined. So yes, my name is Christine McIver. I am the host of the Inspired Choices show. And we are live every Wednesday night at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 Central, uh, 6 Mountain, and 5 Pacific. And if you're in England, that is two in the morning. So welcome anybody from England. Maybe someone's watching. I have some friends over there. So tonight we are talking about creation and we're really going to dive deep into that. And really, this is something that um, I often am talking about with my clientele and with other business owners about creating and how do we do this and how do we keep maintaining. So we're going to dive really deeply into that. Before we do, I want to tell you a little bit about me, a little bit about what I do. So I'm a business optimization expert, and I work with business owners, either just starting out or well-established, to show them how they can optimize their content and their products and services even more than they ever have before. I've had the pleasure of being in business for nearly 15 years now, and I have learned a lot about what is available online, the different services out there. I have a lot of different contacts in different industries. And with everything that we do here on the Inspired Choices Network, we have learned a great deal about how to actually optimize what you are creating. So that's part of what I do. I'm also a radio, TV, and podcast host and the CEO of the Inspired Choices Network. So what we do here at the network and what I get the pleasure of doing is speaking to people that would really like to become a global expert and take their content and their voice around the world across the internet. And what that does is that that elevates them that elevates their expertise. And the other really cool thing it does is it holds them accountable to show up, to create consistently, and to become a greater expert than they ever have before. Because, you know, human beings are really crappy at holding themselves accountable. That's one of the biggest reasons why life coaches and business coaches became so incredibly popular and such a great asset for any person is accountability. And so when you actually have your own show, you're holding yourself accountable. And when you know that the producers are here and when you know that we are here as a team supporting you to bring your content out to the world, you are being held accountable. And what a greater way to grow yourself is by creating amazing content and being held accountable and learning to hold yourself accountable even more. So if you've ever considered having your own production show done for you, you don't have to worry about the technology and we train you and support you every step of the way throughout every single solitary show, 
you want to get in touch with us. So you can send me an email at Christine at inspiredchoices.ca or info at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. Happy to have a conversation with you and happy to explore the possibilities for now or maybe the future for you and your business. So let's jump into today's show. <laughs> we just had a great comment in the chat room. Karen Leslie, who is one of our newest hosts here on the network, said, this is why we all need a Christine in our lives, accountability. Accountability is something that a lot of people um, don't actually want somebody to have over them, and yet they want to hit their targets. They want to succeed in what they're doing and creating, and accountability whether you're holding yourself accountable or you're giving someone else the honor to do that, um, it's an important element in creation. All right, let's get into tonight's show. So tonight's show is creating in your business for today and for the for tomorrow simultaneously. Now that may really drive some people nuts because a lot of people like to be able to focus on one thing and there's there's a big debate out there whether you can actually do things multitask or you have to focus in one area and um i as you may know i am the person that talks about that you can be multitasking um, your brain has the ability to do that and your comfort level will actually dictate that so i'm going to talk about that tonight so creating in your business for today and tomorrow simultaneously is like riding two bikes at once. And sometimes that's exactly what's required to strategically build your business into the future. More than maintaining the status quo, building your business requires seeing into the future and believing in what you see, all the while continuing your day-to-day -day operations. So <laughs> I would love to know your thoughts as as I was reading that, as I was sharing that with you, what's coming up in your mind about doing that? Um, I know for a number of people, they feel like they've got more than enough to just try to focus on what they have in today. And thinking about the future is just, it's too much for them. They feel too much pressure. Well, you know, as I was thinking about today's show, one of the things that dropped into my mind in that argument around, I need to just focus on this one thing and then be successful at that. And then I can think about the future things, the future, um, the future creations. One of the things that dropped into my mind is creating meals. So how many people, when they are thinking about going to buy groceries, that they are thinking about creating into the future, right? They're looking at the future and they are starting to plan for what they need to buy at the grocery store, right? And they're looking maybe a week, maybe even two or three weeks or a month out. People go into bulk stores now and they buy a lot of bulk items. So they are really planning for the future with their meals, right? We do it more often than you can even, <laughs> you even recognize. Um, you may wake up on a Sunday morning, and I know a lot of people do this, and they go, okay, right, so let's get our meals done. Let's start to plan our meals. Um, let's start to plan our meals for the week, or let's plan our meals for the next couple of days, and maybe every couple of days you think about planning your meals. Certainly, if you have a busy household, if there's more than just yourself, and you have children, 
um, that's going to save you a great deal of frustration when people are hungry. If that you've already planned your meals, maybe you've already prepared the meals, maybe they're semi-prepared, but you are actually really getting ready for when the demand is for the meals. So we're going to take some of that thought and we're going to bring it over to business. Um, there's other things that you do as well. You may be thinking about looking at your heap of laundry and you may think, okay, right, I don't have enough clothes. I need to have this outfit for this day. I need to have this outfit. You know, we need to have the, the clothes to go play baseball. We need this and that. So you're planning out what you're wearing and you are actually scheduling in when you're going to do your laundry and when you're going to get that done, right? Um, we look at possibly going on a trip. So what are we going to need for that trip? We may need to save money for that trip. So that's planning for the future while you're still paying your bills today. You may need to look at, um, you may need to look at, okay, I need to have, I need to buy new luggage. That's one of the things that I need for going on a trip. I need to prepare myself with maybe you're going on a new tri on a trip because you're going to be taking some kind of course. Let's say you're you're going to some wonderful island and you're, you want to go scuba diving, but you've never scuba dived before. So we need to take a class to learn how to scuba dive so that when we go on our trip, we can have a greater experience. Right. We do a lot of things where we're looking into the future of our desires and we start to plan them out now. And yet. When it comes to business, a lot of people start to shut down. And really, one of the biggest reasons that we start to shut down is because we, one, we don't have, we don't see the connection between what we're already doing and what we can be doing in business. And number two, we maybe don't see the possibilities of our business growing in the future. And why do we not do that? Because we're not dancing with ideas. We're not allowing the ideas to come through. And why aren't we doing that? This is a big reason. Because the minute that ideas hit our mind, we start to go into our brain and we start to push putting them through a filter, a very quick intellectual filter. And we're not allowing the ideas to come in and start to grow. If you um, if you're somebody who loves to plant um, for summertime or springtime and you have um, like vegetables and maybe you you take some seeds and you put them into some little containers and you start to allow them to grow in the home before the weather is nice to put them into the ground. Right. You you allow those seeds to nourish and start to grow, germinate and then start to grow into a plant. And if you could see your ideas as seeds, as seeds of possibility to fill your garden of your business, things could change astronomically. And but most of us are taught that we we've got so many things on our plate. We've got email, we've got marketing, we've got conversations, we've got accounting, we've got all these things to do. And the last thing we want to do is be inundated with ideas that we can't possibly manage right now. And a lot of us think that if I get the idea today, I need to do something about it. And that is 100% not true and 100% wrong. And I'll tell you the difference. It's not true. You have to do something with something immediately. You know, as, as a seed, again, think of your ideas as a seed that grows. As a, an idea comes to you, it's only in the beginning stages. It's just starting. 
an idea comes to you because just like your business, the, the business comes to you because it wants to come through you. You have the um, great uh, combination, the great uh, parts, the makeup of your energy, of the way you see things, of your future and how you're going to grow. You've got the right combination for that business to succeed. That's why it's come to you. Well, your ideas, your seeds are exactly the same way, but they require you and your energy in order to come to fruition. Now, that doesn't mean the minute they come to you that they are ready and they're fully bloomed. They're not fully bloomed yet because they need your input. They need your energy. They need your excitement. They need your structure in your business. They need the love from you. They need the excitement from you. They need all of the pieces and parts of, that make up you and unique as well as your business to start to allow them to grow into a new possibility, a new beautiful bloom. See the beautiful bloom beside behind me here? So this is a really important piece. And so I want you to, very first thing I want you to do is, I want you to ask yourself this question. Am I willing to allow all the ideas that desire to come to me to come through me? Do you? Ask that question, put your hand on your heart and just close your eyes just for a minute, not if you're driving, put your hand on your heart and just say, am I willing to allow all of the ideas that wish to come to me to come through me? That felt really cool because you don't have to have an answer, but opening up to that possibility what I experienced, first of all, is my heart started to get excited. I could feel my the physical heart started to get excited. And energy, it started to expand. So for me, when I perceive the energy expanding, that's a yes. And Karen in the chat room, she also got a yes. That's fantastic. So what about you? What did you get? And you can ask this question whenever you feel like you are in contraction or you're worrying about your business growing or whenever you want to tap into and communicate with your business. And if you, this is the first time you're hearing me say this, I talk about communicating with your business all of the time. You can go back and listen to one of my 400 shows that I have here on the Inspired Choices Network or on any of our 450 platforms, wherever you love to listen to podcasts or watch TV, go look for us there. You'll find my shows there. But anytime you're in that space of communicating or concern, ask yourself that question. Because if you get a, something heavy, if you get like a contraction, which is the opposite of excitement or expansion, the willingness to yes, say yes, to allow these um, ideas to come to you and through you, if you get a no, that's an opportunity to ask more questions. Because if you desire, this is the key to know that it's an opportunity to ask more questions. If you desire to have things expand and grow, if you desire to have your business expand and grow, your client base to expand and grow, your um your bank account to expand and grow, your opportunities to expand and grow. If you desire any of that, 
and yet you get a no or a heavy energy when you ask that question, there is something in the way. There is something in the way. And oftentimes what that something is, is a belief system. Now, a belief system that is nothing more than a thought, you just kept thinking, and then you bought into believing it to be true. So, for instance, if someone told you that you are terrible at multitasking, <laughs> guess what? The minute you bought into that as real and true, you have shut down your possibility of multitasking and multitasking on any level. There's so many different layers uh, and levels of multitasking. Um, I'm someone that loves to have a lot of different things going on. And my mind has me thinking about a lot of different things simultaneously. Now, instead of trying to control my brain, trying to control all my mind, what I do is I allow my my those thoughts to come through i will maybe drop that idea here i'll open up a tab here that i come back to it later and instead of trying to contract i give them space i give them their own space and then i complete the task that i'm working on and then i look at what next item would like my attention so that is the first question that i really want you to ask yourself and i want you to understand that your brain we use less than 10% of our brain. Multitasking and planning requires our brain as well as our heart and our intuition. So we want to look at what's going on in our brain and to put in some tools to support you. So we're gonna go off to our first break, make some notes if you can, just spend some time in that thought until we get back again. And then we'll jump back into what the next step is. So you're listening to the Inspired Choices show here on the Inspired Choices Network. I'm your host, Christine McIver. And if you're on Facebook, you need to jump over to inspiredchoicesnetwork.com and join us in the chat room to continue with our show tonight. Stick around, everyone. We'll be right back. Many of us make choices based on our past experiences or based on what others believe. What would our lives be like if we made our choices based on what we desire for our futures? When you join the Inspired Choices Show with business optimization expert, Christine McIver, you'll be provoked to look at what is true and what you know, but may not choose, that requires your attention. Christine does not hold back. She brings all her expertise to every show. Are you ready to create and live the life you truly desire? Listen for Inspired Choices every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 7 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Mountain, and 5 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is the Inspired Choices Show with business optimization expert, Christine McIver. 
To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to christine at inspiredchoices.ca. Now, back to the program. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. Already this show is so exciting and really wants to say so much more. My mind just cannot slow down, which I don't make myself wrong for. So how many of you out there make yourself wrong for your mind being very, very busy? There are a lot of people that say, I can't control my mind. I need to slow down. I need to focus, like someone in the chat room said, uh, that multitasking, we've been told that multitasking is wrong and that I have to stay focused. Well, I'll tell you something, not everybody in the world operates that way. And if you're someone that has any level of um, being on the spectrum, even a little bit of ADHD, that is actually going to shut you down if you try to do that. Now, I'm not saying that you shouldn't carve out time to work on projects because I do that. But what I do is I give myself different chunks of time. Generally, I will not put more than an hour of a chunk of time on one project. Now, I may do two or three of those chunks of time in one day as I am working toward completion on something and that's okay. But when I am doing it for a finite amount of time, my brain, I can tell my brain when it's trying to pull me over, I can tell my brain, it's okay, we'll be done this soon. We, you know, we're only doing this for this certain amount of time. And that way I am not actually being distracted by like, my ideas jumping and jumping and jumping and jumping, you know, think of your ideas sometimes is like children, you know, mom, 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 mom. Oh my Lord. Why did I teach them to call me mom? <laughs> right. That is what can actually be going on with your ideas. Now there was a great show today that I had the pleasure of producing with our host of cultivating kindness with Karen, Karen Leslie. And she did it all about distractions. Now, I'm telling you, her show and my show today could nearly be a, a partner in supporting you in what we're talking about today. And what she really went into was what I'm going to I'm going to finite this like what's a good distraction and what's not a good distraction or what's a what distractions support you and what distractions don't support you and how to understand the differences for you because you're unique. So that was a great, great conversation to be part of. And what I'm talking about tonight is something like that. It's kind of a, an extension of that in that when your ideas are coming in, are you allowing them to distract you and get you frustrated with completing what you're completing? Or are you just you deciding that they should not be communicating with you now and you push them away? So if you are you if you are creating in your business, you must be thinking about creating for the future. So I'd love you to think about this as a farmer. Now, I was raised in the country. Um, my parents had were farmers before I was born and then they they had a construction business. But 
I know a little bit about farming, very little, but if you're a farmer, you need to be planning out years in advance what crops you are going to put in what fields. And as, as I know, and this is very minimal that I know, you cannot always plant the same crops in the same fields, that those fields have to turn over into a different crop. I'm not exactly sure why, but you do. Um, you also need to, if you have um, animals, if you have a cattle farm, you know, you have to, uh, a milking farm rather, if you have to be planning about, you know, what the quantity is going to be and how much you've signed on for your quota and, you know, it, how many cows maybe you need to bring on. You are planning that in the future. You are looking to the future all of the time. If you are someone who is planning, you know, you have a family and you need to be bringing in so much income as a farmer, you're planning out how many um, how many animals need to breed each year, how many animals you need to be buying, how many animals you need to be nurturing. You're doing this into the future. That a farm is a business. Your business is like a farm, as in you have ideas. And in order for your business to succeed in the future, you absolutely need to be really nurturing and loving the, what you're working with today, but also be spending some time looking into the future. That future does not have to overwhelm you. And I think that's what happens with a lot of people is they go into trying to figure out exactly, 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 exactly what that is going to look like. What is that going to actually um, require? How much money? How much time? You know, and oh my gosh, I can't do that because I'm doing this. And, and we've decided what happens is these ideas come in and we put them through the, our brains and we make all of the decisions positive and negative and I can't do that. And oh my God, no. And then we just, we push these ideas away and we shut them down and we actually are robbing ourselves and our business of future possibilities, of future wealth, of future bountiful business, because we have not been willing to learn how to multitask with ideas while we are in the present time. And that is a very, very sad fact. And when we are willing, when we're willing to receive those ideas and we're willing to start dancing with those ideas in the present time for the future, that's where we are building our yellow brick road or our golden road is that's where we're growing and growing and growing. The challenge is that most of us want to go through steps A to Z with an idea well in advance before that idea is ready to go. So let me, um, let, I did not realize I had a second career as a robber. I am really a, I am a really good one. Yeah, we are robbing ourselves and, and that's not necessary and you can change it really, really quickly. So here's one of the things that um, I strongly suggest you do is check in with yourself and with your business with that question that we had earlier, which was, am I open to receive? What was the question? Oh my God, I completely, see, this is what happens. My brain keeps going faster and faster and faster. Am I willing to be open to receive 
okay, somebody's going to have to tell me in the chat room. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So we want to be open to receive these ideas and allow them to come through. Now, when these ideas start to come to us, what I suggest is talk to your brain and just be like, it's okay. We don't have to go there right now. And then jot your ideas down. Now, I wouldn't jot your ideas down on a computer because what we tend to do is we tend to do a lot of filing and putting things away or we get busy with someone, something else and we lose track of it. What I would suggest that you do is either have a book, you know, the book that maybe you have a large book that you're writing ideas in. Or another really cool idea is you can put it on a whiteboard. Um, you can even get um, whiteboards that are clear and they actually stick to a wall and you can write on them and wipe them off and clean them and you can put your ideas on that. You might even have a section in your phone where you're putting these different ideas in. What I would suggest is if you had a book and you were writing the ideas down, there's a very cool um, connection between the brain and the hand where the idea comes to the hand, but then because you've written it, you've actually strengthened it in your mind a little bit more. So that, you think of that process is you the idea of the seed came in and then you planted the seed in the ground. So the writing purpose of that is actually to strengthen it even more in your mind and in your process, okay? When you have these ideas, um, oh, okay, right. Am I willing to allow everything to come to me? And am I willing to allow it to come through me? So there we go. It was to come to me and to come through me. So that was the question. Thank you, Karen. So um, back to the ideas. So you, you're writing these ideas down and they're going to be growing and growing and then spend some time at least once a week to go back and look at what you have written. So when you're writing this down, when you allow these ideas to come through and you write them down, what is happening is you've already said on, on one level, you've already said yes to the idea. Now, yes, and I did a really great show on this, and I'm going to find this for you. I'll tell you the date on it. But when you say yes the first time, that doesn't mean you're saying yes to every step to make that actually occur in your business. Okay? So when you say yes, there's different levels of that. And so when you're writing it down, that's your first yes. And then when you go back, and as I said, go back once a week and start to look at these ideas. Now you're doing your business day every day. I want you to think of this process as like you're sitting down and you're having a, a meeting of the board, right? You are every position on that board, but you have to take the time to have these board meetings. You need to take that time because what does a board doing? A board is looking at what you've done and then what are we planning for the future? So you want to sit down and you want to actually have a board meeting with your company. And if you are solo, then it, you are the company, but you still need to have these ideas. So carve out some time to go and look at these ideas. When you start to go and look at these ideas, you're going to get what I have experienced, I've seen many people experience, is you start to receive additional thoughts about those ideas. So as you've written those ideas down, they've started to germinate and they're starting to grow. Okay, so 
when you go back and you look at these ideas and you've written them down on a piece of paper, maybe they each have a piece of paper in your book. And so you start to maybe add in some additional thoughts that come in. And so you may, let's say you have 20 ideas that you've written down. And some of them may be very simple little ideas and some of them may be much more complex. And maybe even they're those ideas like, oh my God, like, wow, I'm thinking way beyond my capacity. You may have those ideas, just write them down. No judging your ideas. Every time you judge your ideas, you are cutting off possibilities for you. Every single solitary time. Stop it. If the idea came to you, there is a possibility for that to come and come to full fruition. If, if it comes to you, it's available for you. Okay, so no judging your ideas. You don't know the how and you don't know the when. That's okay. Allow it to come in. Write that down and then spend that time in your board meeting looking at your ideas. Your board meeting could be as little as 30 minutes. It could be a weekend where you're really spending time with your ideas. There's no right or wrong, but do spend some time having your board meeting. So start to look at your ideas. And as you're looking at them, as I said, you want to add in some additional thoughts. And then as you're looking at these ideas, ask your business, show me what idea would like to come forward first. And you may get a response in your mind. You may get a thought. You may get a feeling. You may get a sense at that moment, but you may not. So when you ask that question, here's what you're doing is you're putting it out to the universe and you're saying, okay, show me, show me what is asking for my attention. Show me what's ready to really come into the world in full bloom. And when you do this, the coolest things begin to happen is you start to see different posts uh, maybe on social media, you start to read different articles, different articles start to pop up in your view. You hear conversations, you maybe hear a song, and you hear two or three of these different things start to come together over, you know, a decent amount of time, not necessarily the same day, it might be a few weeks, it might be a few months, that's okay, don't judge it. But as you start to hear these different things, guess what's going to start to happen? is your idea is going to start to pop. It's nearly like you hear something, you read something, and all of a sudden your idea comes over here and it's popping. It's like, hello, hello, hello. And it's popping like above your head or whatever. Uh, but I just want you to imagine that you are connecting with your idea through someone else's creation in the world. And that's you, your creation's way of getting your attention. Basically, your idea is saying, it's time, we're ready, we are ready. And so what happens is you start to think about that more. And what that means is you are open to receiving more information about that idea. And before you know it, all of the building blocks of that idea start to come together. Now, you may get 90% of those building blocks, and then you may not get the next 10%. That doesn't mean it's dead, and it doesn't mean you've done something wrong. It doesn't mean anything other than maybe it needs to grow and nurture a little bit more. Maybe there's a piece of the puzzle that's not yet been created that's going to connect in with your idea that's going to make it 
really, really blossom. But how many of us, how many of us are judging all of these ideas again and again and go, oh yeah, that was a stupid idea. Yeah, that never happened. Yeah, I threw that idea away, right? And you can imagine the inventor with crunches of pieces of paper all thrown all over the floor, right? I am positive that there are that there are different um, that there are different inventors out there that have had so many different ideas that they didn't think they were possible. And then they turn around maybe years later and somebody else has invented it. I did that. I came up with an idea when I was in college and it was about, um, we had to create something for um, our marketing class. And I came up with a um, program called um, the PPE and it was a personal protective um, equipment, personal protective equipment. Now this was before that terminology was used um, in um, health and safety and so on. It was actually, um, it was actually about a, you know, when you use, um, you go into airports or whatever, and you go into the washroom and they have those pieces of paper that you can put down on the toilet seats. Well, that is what I had created and I had it in different material and I had it in multi-packs. I had it in all these different creations. Now this was, this was in 80, 86, 88, 1988, when I came up with this idea, I had a whole bunch of these things and these ideas and I had it all mapped out, but I didn't take it to the next level. We had people in that, um, in that class who created a product where they had jam and peanut butter. I remember this one so clearly, jam and peanut butter in the same container that you could squeeze out like ketchup. And everybody went, oh my God, that's ridiculous. Oh, that's disgusting. Well, guess what? It's out there today. So the fact of the matter is, is that we need to be willing to look at our ideas in a new possible way. If you desire to to really grow your business, you've got to be willing to do something different. And if you feel like you're struggling, if you feel like your business needs an infusion of new energy, this is a very cool way to start dancing with it. And when you are willing to understand that you don't have to have all the answers, you don't have to actually be doing a whole bunch for the future while you're doing the present, that's going to give you some relief. And it's also going to take negative energy off of those ideas, right? So can you imagine if you um, were talking to a child, like you had a child and you wanted the child to learn to walk, right? And nobody walks out of the gate. But let's say you teach the child um, one day to walk and the next day you're expecting the child to walk on their own. And if you were to turn around and say negative things to that child, you're going to be doing a counter production and, and supporting that child to learn to walk. Well, the same thing comes to your ideas. If you're judging your ideas, you're putting negative energy at those ideas and you are saying to that idea, you're not good enough. Well, that's not going to be supportive energy for your ideas. And you're also, when you're in judgment, my friends, remember this, you're putting up a wall to receiving. When you're putting up a wall to receiving, how are your ideas going to come to you? How are you going to even be open to the different ingredients that want to present to you? How are you going to be open to even noticing that article or being open to reading that article that could be a contribution to moving that idea forward? These are all examples of what your role is. Your role 
in your business with creating now and in the future, one of the greatest things is to be open. Are you open or are you judging every step of the way? And do you feel that if you don't judge every step of the way, that you're going to fail? If you do, what the belief systems that's running your business and the belief system that's running your adrenals is fear. Fear of failure, fear of loss, maybe fear of hunger, maybe fear of not having enough money. Please remember this. Please, please, please remember this. When you are judging something at the root of that, you've got a belief system and oftentimes fear is at the root of that belief system. That's not contributing to you. And you're not wrong for having been there ever, ever, ever. We've learned these systems. We've learned this from society where people thought you need to focus, you need to focus, you need to focus. I, I've heard that so many times. And it's like, no, I don't need to focus. I need to give each and every item the attention that it requires. There will be days that I will have probably 20 things that are due. And I'll be like, okay, instead of going into overwhelm, instead of being freaked out that I've got so much work, I'll be like, okay, show me. Show me which one. And the first thing that will pop into my mind or where my eyes will land, maybe on my computer or on my desk or in my list of items to do, the first thing that I my eyes catch, think of it like this. That first thing, red. You know when some people say that just doesn't read for me? Well, some things that will read for you will pop. Start there. Start there and allow yourself to dance where the conductor of the dance is actually your business. Your business is your partner. Your business wants you to succeed and your business wants to contribute to you. What one way does your business contribute to you? By bringing ideas to you, bringing ideas to you that you can create now and in the future. Um, I know that we're gonna be going to our break shortly, but I wanna tell you a really quick little story about one of those things for me, I had um, I had the idea of doing TV with, uh, I had done a TV show in a um, studio years ago, and I kept saying, you know, I would really love to be able to have our hosts on the network also have a TV show. And the producer at the time said, well, I would have to fly to each of their locations and do the recordings because we were thinking duplicate what we were doing in the studio and I knew that that wasn't possible at that time so I just kept saying huh I wonder right so I just put it out there I wonder I couldn't envision the way that we do tv today I didn't see that I didn't understand that I didn't know that that was available so I just kept saying I wonder now, one of the big pieces of being able to do TV, what was really important to me is that we didn't lose any anything that we were doing now. So when we are doing our live shows, all of our live shows, the this they are out going out on the airwaves. They're going through a live feed through our switchboard and they are going out to 55 live platforms as well as to our phone app. So in order to do TV, I needed to ensure for me that we weren't giving less, we weren't delivering less, we weren't taking any of that away. Well, I worked for well over a year, a year and a half,
trying to connect with different professionals um, from a technical technical perspective to see how we could do this. Now, it's a very long, complicated story, but honestly, I I connected with people in different countries. I connected with people with different skill levels. I connected with people from our switchboard. I connected with people on all sorts of technical levels and people could not figure it out. People could not figure out how I could do TV online and we use Zoom with our TV right now to TV online and still have it go out to our live stream. Well, I have a very brilliant friend who we just kept looking at it and looking at it and asking questions and asking questions and the ideas started to come. And then a year and a half after that, that we started all of this, it came to us, the ideas came to us and we were able to figure out, we found a program that would connect everything together so that we could do both. So you see, I didn't go into overwhelming frustration that it had to happen right then and there, but I kept leaving it open. I kept nurturing that and nurturing that idea because I knew something was possible. Because remember, when an idea comes to you, it's possible. So that's one of the biggest things that I really want you to get from this is that your ideas are coming to you because they are possible. You don't have to have the answers but you gotta be open to it. And when you are open to it, it's easier to create simultaneously for now and in the future. So this is such a gift for you for and for your business. Your businesses are probably so happy. I can feel the joy in so many businesses because they're like, yes, now they're gonna be open because I'm here with gifts for them. And now they may be open to receive the gifts. So we're up for our last break of the show. Don't go away, my friends. I've still got more to share. If you want to connect with me and talk more about ideas and how you can grow your business and how you can really get a strategy going to create that business that you've really been desiring and know that you deserve to have, just email me, Christine, at inspiredchoices.ca. We are going to be back right after this break and dive back into more about this show. So you're listening to Inspired Choices on the Inspired Choices Network. We'll see you shortly. Many of us make choices based on our past experiences or based on what others believe. What would our lives be like if we made our choices based on what we desire for our futures? When you join the Inspired Choices Show with business optimization expert Christine McIver, you'll be provoked to look at what is true and what you know but may not choose that requires your attention. Christine does not hold back. She brings all her expertise to every show. Are you ready to create and live the life you truly desire? Listen for Inspired Choices every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 7 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Mountain, and 5 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. 
This is the Inspired Choices Show with business optimization expert, Christine McIver. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to christine at inspiredchoices.ca. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, my friends. Oh, my gosh. As always, these shows go so, so quickly. But I really do hope that there's something that popped for you in this show so that you can learn really how to create now and create with the future with your business. It's such a gift to create in and do these things simultaneously and have fun doing it. If you're not having fun doing what's going on in your business, I would really love to connect with you. I'd love to see if there is something that I can contribute to you and to your business. Because to me, business is pleasure. Business is fun. And business is here to contribute to us. So it shouldn't be hard. It shouldn't be difficult. And perhaps there's different ways of looking at things that you haven't thought about. And maybe there's perhaps there's belief systems that you have in the way or fear that's at the foot of those that are stopping you from having the pleasure in your business. And you know what? You, you get there when you get there. Don't judge yourself that I'm not having pleasure. Therefore, this should this is probably not mine. Don't just throw the baby out with the bathwater. Maybe you're having a bad day. Maybe you're going through a growth spurt of who you are and where you want to focus. Don't just end everything just like that, because oftentimes you can be throwing away something that really, if you would allow it time to grow and nurture it, it would really blossom into something absolutely beautiful. When I first started with my business, I didn't have any ideas. I was really, really feeling like there was something missing and it was learning new ways. It was learning to be open. It was really checking in with my beliefs and really being willing to let my wild, crazy ideas come forward. You know, I did a lot of different things that I didn't do in the, in the beginning of when I, you know, started working in the world. You know, I went into human resources and uh, I was doing payroll and I was hiring people and firing people and doing all that kind of stuff. I There was aspects of that that I enjoyed, but that's not where my real joy is. My real joy is here in creating with entrepreneurs and bringing amazing content to the world and supporting those amazing creators. Like that is so fun to be creating people that are creating in the world. I, I That brings me so, so much joy. And I know it's a great connection for me. So when you are in that place of joy as well, my friends, ideas are gonna flow much more easily. And you're going to be just, you're going to be in that present time of joy and you're going to also be receiving for your future. Remember that money follows joy. So when you can be at that space of having pleasure and fun in your business today, you're going to start to receive more ideas for the future. And when you're also in that place of joy, you're open up to more opportunities. No one wants to work with somebody who is not in joy. And you can't be feeling miserable all day long and then get on a call with someone, a prospective client or customer, and suddenly put a smile on your face. 
that's not what's going to read. What's going to read is your energy. And we all have terrible times. We all struggle. We all, all do. But how we maneuver through those times and the support that we bring in to assist us can help us to open up to more ideas and more growth and more joy in our businesses. You have the opportunity to grow. You have the opportunity to prosper in this world. That's available to every single solitary one of us. Now it's learning the tools to manage through maybe beliefs, maybe thoughts, maybe decisions that you've made that no longer fit for you. It's okay to change your mind. It's okay to make another choice. And it's actually really, really okay to challenge beliefs that you used to have. I've had beliefs that no longer fit me. They're kind of like a pair of jeans. You know what? Sometimes you just got to replace them. Sometimes they just don't fit anymore. What if you were open to changing your beliefs that are no longer contributing to you? Imagine how much could prosper for you in your life and your business and your bank account. Not to mention when you change that, how many customers and clients that are out there looking for you will be able to find you. Know this, and I've said this, I don't know how many times in my life I've said this, I'm going to say it again. Your business comes to you so it can come through you. And when your business comes through you, there are going to be people that are looking for what you have to offer. If you don't step up with your offers, if you don't step up with that energy of joy and possibility and creating, they are not going to be able to find you. And they're certainly not going to be able to work with you if you do connect with them by chance. This is a really important place for you to understand is that the energy that you are, the joy that you are in your life, it germinates over to every area of your, of your business. And every aspect of your business, you can tell where you're having joy and where you're not, where there's chaos and where there's calm. So that's an incredibly important thing to remember. Next week, we've got another show for you, how to trust your ideas when others don't. How to trust your ideas when others don't. Next week, um, Wednesday, March the 8th, is also International Women's Day. So mwah, to all the beautiful women in the world, I'm really glad you're here. I'm really glad I'm here. And I wonder what the future for all of us will be in, in the next year to come and what contribution we can be making to the rest of the world with all of our brilliance and our love and our intuition. It's fantastic. I hope that this show contributed to you. Please email me, Christine, at Inspired Choices Network. Nope, Christine at InspiredChoices.ca. And remember, you can always make another choice. Mwah. Bye for now. Thank you for choosing to listen to Inspired Choices Show. Christine McIver will return next Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 7 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Mountain, and 5 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, be willing to choose what you really desire. This is your life, making the choices that bring you all that you desire.